What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So today is the beginning of spring training games. This is, it's a milestone. It's a milestone. Let's be honest. It's good to be able to turn on the TV and watch some baseball games. Yes, it's just going to be spring training, but it's better than nothing. Absolutely better than not having baseball. So I'm excited for that. I mean, get to see some prospects, get to see some players getting comfortable with their new clubs. Springer, Arenado, Bauer, you know, guys like that. You know, the list goes on and on. I'm not going to go through the whole list, but you know what I mean. But we will discuss an extension that was just announced today. Hunter Dozier has agreed to an extension with the Royals. Four years, $25 million, with an option worth $10 million for a fifth year. And if he reaches all the available escalators and bonuses, it could max out at $49 million. But it's four years, $25 million guaranteed for Hunter Dozier. And I mean, as a player with three plus years of MLB service, he wasn't set to reach free agency until after the 2023 season. But rather than going through the year by year arbitration process, he and the team are are just locking in some cost certainty over the next three seasons while lengthening their relationship by an additional year because you know, he was he was going to be with them for three years but they just made it a four-year deal and just lock in some cost certainty because he would have gotten you know good money through arbitration had he kept playing but rather than go through all that they're just giving him a contract now and this is an interesting move interesting move for a Royals team that obviously hasn't been good in a while they're not really contending but all of a sudden you know you have an AL Central that that is competitive obviously you have the Twins you have the White Sox there you know those two teams are at the top but then you know towards and, and then the Indians too let me not forget the Indians and then you have the Royals and Tigers who aren't really doing anything but it seems like the Royals are ready to start moving in the right direction I mean it's not as if this deal is going to make any difference for them I mean Hunter Dozier has been playing for them but the fact that they're locking him in for the next four years beginning this year means they see him as a building block. They see him as a piece, a cornerstone that they want to keep in tow as they build around him. You know, they have those young pitchers, Chris Bubich, Brady Singer, especially. I mean, we're coming off of a down year for Hunter Dozier in 2020, but he did have COVID-19, so maybe that sapped his power a little bit. His power numbers were a little bit down, but in 2019, in what was pretty much a full season for him, he was excellent. He was excellent in 2019, an 870 OPS with a 125 OPS plus, 26 homers, 279 average. He led the league with 10 triples, 29 doubles. He was awesome. He was phenomenal in 2019. That was his 827 season. So now he's 29, entering his 829 season. He's right in his prime, and the Royals are believing that 2020 was a bit of an anomaly for him. Because it was just a small sample size anyway. Looking at what he did in 2019 is is what they hope they can get f- from him moving forward. But, I mean, yeah, that, that 2019 season was really the one that that opened a lot of eyes. Because it wasn't just him putting up big numbers. He had the underlying, you know, the, the peripheral stats as well. His exit velocity, you know, it, it was 91.1 miles an hour. That was 83rd percentile across the whole league. His hard contact and barrel rates were also very impressive. 
and all that, you know, all, all, all the ingredients were in that sauce, so to speak. I mean, he's a guy who was a high draft pick in 2013 out of college, eighth overall in 2013. He had somewhat of a slow ascent through the minors, but he made his MLB debut as a September call-up in 2016. But it wasn't until the middle of 2018 he established himself as a big league regular. Big breakout season in 2019. Bit of a step back in 2020, but hopefully in 2021 and beyond, he's going to be good. So regaining his footing at the plate is going to be critical for him. I mean, he's kind of limited defensively. He did break in as a third baseman. But, you know, after signing Michael Franco last offseason, Kansas City mostly limited him to first base and corner outfield in 2020. And Michael Franco is gone, so this is likely going to mean Hunter Dozier is going to be back at third base in 2021 and beyond. But at his age, it's pretty doubtful he's going to transform into an above-average defender at third. But it is what it is. He's going to be there for his bat. That's what he's there for. I mean, if you get a 125 OPS plus out of this this guy, I mean, that's all-star. Those are all-star numbers. The numbers he put up in 2019 were all-star numbers. So, I mean, we'll see if he can if he can do that. So, that's the news coming out of Royals camp. I mean, this AL Central is going to be interesting. I mean, it's not that the Royals are necessarily going to be competing, but they, they have some young pieces now that are in the big leagues, especially those two pitchers I mentioned, Chris Bubich and Brady Singer. You throw in Hunter Dozier there. They got Andrew Benintendi. They, they bought low on Benintendi. If Benintendi can get things together and get back to who he was a couple years ago, then you have a, then all of a sudden you have a fun young team out there in Kansas City. But let's just wait and see. But today's news is that Hunter Dozier has agreed to that four-year, $25 million contract extension with the Kansas City Royals. And that's all I have. I want the rest of you to go out and enjoy watching some spring training baseball. Well, I say go out, but you know what I mean. Just Turn on the TV, unless you happen to be in the area, you know, where they're actually allowing a few fans, limited capacity at one of the sites in Florida or Arizona, then go ahead and do and do so. I mean, that's that's exciting. I mean, you can socially distance and be safe and still catch some spring training baseball this spring. Let me know if you, if you plan on doing that. I might even plan on heading out there to one of these sites this spring. Who, who even knows? But with limited capacity, I don't even... I don't know if that's going to reflect in high ticket prices because they're so scarce, but I would have to check that out. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.